line of 150 people yeah. and turned around and drove home. She just literally, <laughs> I, I got there, we drove separately and we were talking and I was like, where are you? And you just, she's like, I no, I can't do it. Can't do it. I should have done it with you though, because, know, because you just walked right to the front of the line and guys, was like, let's just say this. There's some things that are good about, you know, knowing people. Yes. And I happened to have met Everson Griffith, the football guy uh, at the burger battle last year. And he and I kind of hit it off as far as being burger pals and basically, let's just be clear, like food writers as media people, we're not really anything. And so like I walked up to that line and I stood there going, oh, God, I'm going to have to like wait in this line. And I had just I was on the phone with you. Everson pulls up. He basically gets out. He's got two PR people. He's got his gorgeous little family with them. And they just kind of start walking up. And what do I do? I'm like, I'm totally drafting. <laughs> I'm totally getting in the wake of that. And I just get, I was still on the phone with you. And I'm like, I'm, I'm walking in. And I kind of. There's Emerson Griffith. There's Emerson I'm, I'm going to get to the front. I got to go. And I just totally trailed them up. <laughs> <laughs> and then by the time I got to the top, the PR girl is someone I knew. It was Becca from Lola Red. And she's like, oh, hey, Steph. I'm like, sweet. <laughs> so made it in made it in so what was it like um you know what it was it's very interesting if top golf is a national company and they're all over they've got dallas they've got arizona they've got vegas you know all sorts of stuff this is their most northern uh facility it is three i think three levels of a driving range if you're anywhere up near brooklyn center that coon rapid or not coon rapids but brooklyn center off of 694 mm-hmm. you can see it because the nets yeah are massive. And so it's a driving range. And it used to be a movie theater. It did. It used to be that, yeah, that big movie theater. So, um, what's interesting about it, it is, it is, it's just a driving range. You go in and you can, you can sit in these little pods and they're like booths and tables and stuff. And then you have an area to hit out onto this gorgeously, you know, manicured lawn with different holes and stuff in it. But it's a game. Like there's also ways to play with the balls have computerized chips in them. And so you can like, you can like challenge each other. You can say like, okay, we have got a goal to hit this tee or that hole or whatever. And so there's a whole bunch of different ways to play, but basically you're hitting out, you know, and then your buddies are sitting around you eating and drinking, you know, for full service. And how did you get to eat some food? So the food they brought, they had sitting out was, was yeah, just opening just, food and not the best. It was just, it, it was odd because it was also warm on Monday and it was like, they had mashed potatoes and Brussels sprouts and pork tenderloin. And I was like, where are the snacky stuff? Like I want a Bavarian pretzel. You know, I mean, yeah. it was just sort of, it was a little bit just, but here's the deal. This is going to be the money they were making is off the corporate sponsorships. And in fact, it wasn't just media who was there that night and notables like Everson. It was um, people from, uh, a lot of the people there had been corporate event planners who had already booked parties. My friend Dave was there and he was like, hey, he's like, yeah, no, I've already booked an event here. And so they invited me to come tonight. So that's and- what the line was. Okay, and the idea of that being uh, golf people tend to be corporate people who tend to be masters of industry, and therefore this is another team building, team gathering. They have many conference rooms that are equipped with all the right technology. But here's the interesting thing, you guys, and this is we've already spent too much time on Top Golf. But they are (laughs) they are planning to be open year round, and so. This is an open air situation outside when you're golfing. And they're like, no, no, it's going to be great. We've got these heaters and we're going to plow and it's going to like, so I'm going to sit here. Let me get this straight. I'm going to be in my parka and I'm going to be in my full cat suit for, you know, huh. like for that snowmobiling. Is unique. I'm going to hit out. Meanwhile, 
Hansel will be sitting here freezing her butt off on the cute little thing with the heater above, eating a cold burger that's brought to her like in these 20 degree windshields. They really don't. They really think they're, they've got it mastered. So, you know, kudos Good for you. If it does, I'm not saying there won't be kooks out there golfing, uh, you know, in, yeah. in January. For sure there will be. But I'm interested. We'll see. Huh. All right. So the second thing we did was keg and case. Yes. It, and go ahead. I was just going to say our we did do a little podcast situation. Is that already up? Did yep. you already put that up? We posted so, it yesterday. So if you have if you've listened to it, it's it was already up there just because we give you a little. We just sat down and just talked it through a little bit. But it's exciting. It's an exciting space. Tell me what you thought. Okay, so I've been there three times since we went. Have you really? Yes. Because the big question was, will people come? <laughs> I And Apparently I have formulated will. some good opinions about this, I think. So, first of all, a couple things. Okay. It is uh, in the old Schmidt Brewery. It's not the brewery itself. What was the name of that building? There's a name for it. But it was the keg building. The keg a, and case building. There you go. <laughs> wow, amazing how I that works. I wasn't going to get too technical <laughs> on it for you, but it is. Um, so, it's a giant square, and then there's a second level, and the second level is like a mezzanine that runs all the way around, yep. and up there is Clutch Brewing. Yeah. So it's like a beer brew pub, which is fun. So that's great. And they then don't down, have food though there. They're just doing beer. Yes. So it's just, and it's an actual brewery because they are brewing on site. And you can keep your beer up there, but uh-huh. you can't bring your beer downstairs. Yeah. So that's all right. Okay. I, there was a lot of people there last night, like a lot. Oh, you went last night. Right. I've been, like I said, Three times. we started Friday. I went back again Friday. No, you no, started I, Thursday. I night. went Thursday. Yeah. I went Friday and I then guess today's Saturday. Back. Yeah. I've been, I guess I've been twice. Okay. Um, it, the brewery is going to be great. People like that was really popular. I was impressed by how many families were there. Like, so I think there's a lot to offer in the sweets arena because you've got Ashley Olds has sweet science ice oh, cream. Sweets, yeah. And that's why I went back, by the way, to get more ice cream. Dang, right. This could be a problem. I already have a this, stomachache thinking about it. Yeah, I know. Um, they have spinning wild cotton candy. They have Rose Patisserie is doing all confections there. They're going to have more things that weren't open yet. Five Watt Coffee wasn't open. Um, Revival's going to have a, a pickup stand that wasn't open. In Bloom, the restaurant there, wow, that thing was a stunner. Yeah, that's a very that's very different from the market. Let me put it that way. Yeah, it's going to be a destination restaurant. I think you said it best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's it's not a neighborhood restaurant necessarily. I mean, I think there are people who will use it like that because there are people who use those places like that all the time. I'm just saying that this is a place that you're going to want to drive from, you know, from my neck of the woods to go to. Here's my here's my first analysis. Number 1. Um, the forest to fork is the mushroom tower. There's a tower there where mushroom Mike is growing mushrooms and then selling mushrooms and foraged things. Yes. And we should, we'll have him on for sure. He's great. Um, I felt like I wanted him to like, people wanted to buy stuff. Even yesterday, because I didn't think you could, I knew you couldn't buy anything on Thursday. I think, I feel like it's still coming together is I guess my point Okay, for that to be successful. People want to go there and buy stuff. So he had some tomatoes. He had some more things. I'm finding that people are looking. They have their wallets out. They're wanting to buy things. And other than some of the food experiences, there needs to be more things to buy. So I think that's coming together. Okay, good. I think that Gazda Bosque Cheese and Wine Bar mm-hmm. is going to be super successful. Yep. It was That area was full. People were drinking wine. They were drinking cocktails. They were sitting and having cheese plates. That felt really smart. Um I think for some of the the vendors, you know, there's just you've got to put more stuff out there for people to buy. 
people are wanting to buy stuff. Yeah, I think it's also, I think they honestly, they're, I, I'm not necessarily sure they should have opened necessarily right away. Because it's so early. They're not done. Yeah. You know what I mean? And most of those people were telling me, the vendors that night were saying, you know, we still have this and this and this to do, even though we're open now. Right. And so I think that the, I, I'm hoping that people understand that the learning curve on this is going to be a pretty big because they're going to, they're all having to do, you know, to kind of come back together with that. All of those things said, I find it amazing. Great. I cannot wait. I'm so thrilled that that's in my city, number one, because St. Paul is always like, oh, and then there's St. Paul. (laughs) I think it gives Minneapolis people a reason to come over. Yes. That part of town is a pretty cool part of town. The Verstory is over there. Um, The Bad Weather Brewing is over there. Uh, Parito's over there. There's some cool stuff over there that I want people to experience that I think this will bring people over. I'm 100% with you. Um, And I think the neighborhood is gentrifying and it's had some tough times, but it's also so steeped in history. I love that it's right there. Yep. Um, So, yeah, I think there were some new vendors that... I was like, what are, I've never even heard of these people. I know. You know what? Let's talk about those more in the, uh, let's talk about those because we have to take a quick break. Okay, great. So when we come back, you guys, we're going to talk a little bit more. We've got also, we're chatting about Madame Extraordinaire, who is just in town, Miss Chrissy Teigen. Please. We will be right back. This is the Weekly Dish. We're brought to you by Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Uh, they're Hasidic Jews, I yeah. believe. And they're, I don't know if they're Hasidic. bringing this, um, confection to town so it was fun to watch them like trying to explain their culture and where this uh sweet came from yeah um also another uh place that was new to me was hobby farmer canning company mm-hmm. this is a uh, chuck hermes and todd novinska and they're doing pickled vegetables kombuchas switchels like i just had never heard of their brand either. it was no. kind of right when you walked in and it looked like they were selling just spices oh but there's and more to it right I, that also by the way like when there was the glut of people there for the media preview i thought i can't wait to go on like a tuesday when it's a little bit more chill probably yeah. and i can sort of take my time with each stall and you knew about i i still don't know how to pronounce her name is it knack is that how what we're calling it i think it? we're calling it knock like is it knock worse okay cuz everyone else that i heard talking about it was calling it knack but i'm like that sounds weird i know so we're going to call it knock k n a c k and you knew about rj meats and hudson yeah um they've been around for a long long time they're yeah. just rebranding they're just this is their retail site rj meats is you know i mean they've kind of been they haven't had a very modern presentation let's just say it it was really great wieners smoked bratwurst salami kurt was attracted to the seven dollar um braunschweiger yeah they had wonderful slices of like lonzo of that beautiful like fat capped ham oh and and it didn't seem like it was expensive i and i didn't i didn't see any of the price that's the one thing i the media preview day i didn't have time to kind of really look things over right as far as price point goes there but was, you went back, like, how much was your sweet science? Like, do you remember? Um, Five bucks, I think. Yeah. But I had a double cone. Yeah. And then I got busted, by the way. So I, this is like... <laughs> For I, stealing or what? I shame eat sometimes, right? So I go and sweet I get my ice cream cone. is not shame eating. Well, just because I was alone, went back just to get the ice cream cone, saw Ashley. Um, okay, do you want to hear a story about that? This is not a bad habit. You should, you're, you're framing it up, making it worse than it is. Here's what I want to tell you about... Okay. Ashley Old, who owns Sweet Science Ice Cream. And we're we're friendly. Yeah. I would say we're friends, but we're not like friend friends, right? I'm not circle You're not hanging out, going out for dinner. So I get there to get this cone because I wanted to go back because I think her ice cream is so tremendous. I had an oatmeal um, and a coconut. 
And she introduced me to her mom and her aunt who was visiting from Long Island to celebrate the opening. And what I didn't tell you is when we walked into Keg and Case that first day, I I saw her and I did a little interview with her because I wanted to put it on our podcast. And then she handed me this envelope and I'm begging her all the time to invite me to her house for this Korean barbecue dinner that she does. So I thought, oh, it's an invitation to Korean barbecue. I put it in my purse. That night at like 11 o'clock, I was like, oh, I never opened that envelope from Ashley. So I go down to get it. Stephanie, it was a thank you note of thanking me for believing in her, for helping in her, helping her talk through some things when we went to cocktails once. And I'm telling you, she had a stack of like 70 of these handwritten notes that she didn't know I was coming that night. Like she took the time. Yeah. I was so impressed by that. I was like, I I told her mom the story. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I want to tell you a story about your daughter that if I was a mom would really move me. Yeah. I thought, who does that in this day and age? Who takes the time to thank people? It's rare. So it's in any case. Wonderful. Um, The only other thing I want to talk about is Wandering Kitchen was something I never saw that's opening. Yep. They're doing prepared meals for carryout. I think that's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. No, I think that's excellent. I think that's a really great idea. Barclays Bistro, which has been around at farmer's markets, but they've got an outpost too. So keg in case it's now fully, it's open. Not everything is fully open, but it's opening. Churning, trying to get open. Now here's the question. Is there going to be sushi there or not? They were serving. Yes. Okay. There was sushi served on the. Sakura. Yeah. They are going to have a thing. Do you know where they're going? I don't know. Because I thought that was interesting. I hadn't heard that either, but they were serving. And then someone said they were just serving. They were just doing catering. I saw a logo on a wall. You did. Okay. Then yep. I, that's that's great. All right. Um, so the other big news this week uh, was that uh, the queen of all <laughs> fun eating, the woman who we have sort of come to, I have really changed my mind about. Chrissy Teigen. Me too. Was in town. Let's be honest, you guys. I was sort of gooped out by her I mean, in the beginning. I, I was like, goop. I, yeah, Junior. I know. No I kind of wish that we could find the original, you know, broadcast from when we first talked about her. Because I was like, mm, she's a model. She probably doesn't eat. Oh, my God. Have That was must have been like 10 years. We ago. were wrong. <laughs> we were wrong. Not only were we wrong, she has become obviously a media sensation because of the fact that she's so honest and so and real. authentic. And authentic. And it's all on social media. She's very open about herself. And I think that that is something that especially beautiful people we tend to feel shielded from when i saw her in her like big rollers pulling up her spanks oh god with her sort of breasts that she did they were sort of overflowing yeah. out of her bra she had muffin top yeah i was like wow that takes a lot she of confidence a sports illustrated model swimsuit <laughs> model yeah and she's spilling out of all of yeah. her stuff and just was like hey this is what it's like to really be on a set and yeah. i was just laughing well i love the fact of after her i think after her second kid she was in you know mexico or something and she posted a picture of her stretch marks you know which is something that you think that these people go to great lengths to hide and here she is like check out the mom marks right you know what i mean and so obviously that endears her to us the big thing is that she um is and then she wrote this cookbook cravings because Mm -hmm. her mom is thai her dad is swedish and so she grew up with a very interesting sort of collection of food and and cuisine and I love the fact that she put it into a cookbook that proved that was not a model's cookbook. You know, it wasn't like, how do you, you know, salads? And it was like, right. 
these are John's favorite chicken wings, and I can't make too much of them because we both eat too many of them. Those kind of things. So the big thing was, if you've heard the news, she is coming out. The reason she was in town, she was at the Target annual meeting um, because she is launching a an exclusive line of kitchen and tabletop collection at the end of the month at Target stores. With the coinci- coinciding with the release of her second book, Cravings Hungry for More. Which, by the way, has a 4.8 rating on Amazon, over 1,500 people. So that's legit. I mean, <laughs> oh my God. You know, I just think that it's really, un- it's really interesting about how um, she's parlayed this whole thing into, like, there's people who I, I understand, there's wives of famous people or famous people who do these, like, they tend to go into food or something like that. Charity, yeah. and I sort of feel like, I feel cheated. I feel like the only reason you're getting the attention is because you're famous. Like, you may not have done the food work. I have that feeling, okay? I'm just saying, I know it's a bias. But what I'm excited about with her is that she has, these are things that she talks about. She's doing this uh, seven-inch chef's knife, um, you know, that she's putting out there. And, you know, the, the tabletop collection, you know, has like 40 items and it's like $4 drinking glasses, you know, and then there's a $140 12 piece cookware set. But she says the, uh, you know, we were talking about this go-to knife that she has, that it's like, she has tons of knives in her kitchen, but there's one knife that she uses for everything. The seven inch chef's knife. And that's, I mean, like, yeah, that's how I feel too. Like I could, and it's got serrating on it for yeah. tomatoes and, and it's just the thing that you always want. And I so cook with, the, I cut with a serrated knife so much. I don't see it. I know mine I'm is not, not serrated. To. I know that's funny. Mine is not serrated. I use my serrated knife way more than I probably should. Yeah, I just it's my favorite knife. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is like, but I love the fact that she's like she's into that, and then she wants to share that. That's a cook, like that's someone who's doing the work. I guess that's my yeah. thing. She didn't hire a stylist to like, co- you know, curate a collection of things that would be great for her brand. These are things that she loves and uses. Do you feel that same like because? Reese Witherspoon also is going to have a collection at Target that's tabletop and placemats and oh. that sort of thing. And then also Joanna Gaines has the Magnolia cookbook. Why does she bug me? That's <laughs> so what I was we, asking. Can we get down to Reese? Reese is another queen who I'm going to allow because she does so much for women in film. And she's and books. such a strong, strong uh, voice for uh, women in Here, Hollywood. Have you ever watched the Chip and Joanna Gaines show? No, see, and I'm, that's maybe whatever. that's why I'm not... I'm not one of those show watchers. I've watched it twice and it's appealing. It's appealing? And she's appealing and she's a mom and she just had another new baby. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back to this actually because we're going to come back. Uh, we're taking a break. I'm just going to leave you with this. She looks like my friend Elizabeth Dean. Okay, we'll be she right does. back. This is the Weekly Dish. Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us today. Um, okay, let's continue with this Joanna Gaines thing because I'm just a little bit... I don't I don't under, I don't want you to... Whatever that is, HGTV. Yep. I know that my uh, my son and my oldest daughter do. Joanna Gaines and Chip Gaines. They have a business. It started from the TV show. They now do products. She's got a cookbook. Her cookbook is apparently legit. I've seen some recipes. She has four kids. I think she actually does like cook and live this lifestyle. <clears throat> Her products are really sweet. They're lovely. They're very affordable. I want to be like all hating on her like I do on the goop because I don't love Gwyneth Paltrow's goop. I think it's obscene. Yeah. She's legit. She's legit. She's got good products. She recommends things. Uh, Target's very excited to have her. She's going to be having a collection too. I do think people were tripping over her to get to Chrissy Teigen, which is sort of funny, but 
Yeah, I I think it's I'm going to just go out and say I'm pro Joanna. So they started as just decorators, is that yes. their deal? Mm-hmm. Okay. And she really when you watch the show, and I don't I've only watched it a couple times, but I was impressed with like her eye and her aesthetic and her ability to reuse things like I also watched Flipping Out with Jeff Lewis that yeah. came back this week. Oh, it did, huh? That's insane. He doesn't, he, he has nothing for and me. And like he has spent, he's basically remaking his own house 52 times. He's obscene. He's spending too much money. It doesn't make sense. If, if he's, he's like, if this grout is the wrong color, it's going to bug me. So I'm going to redo it 10 times. I'm like, that's just wasteful. You're gross. Yeah, that's a little bit. Yeah. No, she's not like that at all. <laughs> I think I, I feel like you might have to watch just okay. two episodes. I might have to. Her cookbook is not bad. I may have to review with Joey to see if he thinks that that's an okay thing. Yeah, please do. He hate watches Pioneer Woman for me so that I don't have and to. And I like the Pioneer Woman. This is not, she's not like that. Okay. okay. I kind of hate watch the Pioneer Woman sometimes too because it's getting a little um, like shellacked and glossed over their perfect life. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I don't have, I don't need to see that. I don't, I already feel like there's so much fakery in the creation of all things lately. So. And what is that called? Is it. um, Inauthentic. (laughs) But like when people have like this Instagram life, they have a word for it. It's called like um, aspirational. Oh, well, I mean, I think aspirational is, I think that's a different, because we use that term in terms of people wanting to know things. They aspire to learn and be better. But then I think when you present that everything is perfect, that's a whole different thing. I feel like Magnolia is aspirational. I feel like Chrissy Teigen is asper or uh, Joanna Gaines is aspirational. I do not feel like Goop is at all aspirational. But I that's don't- what she wants. That's actually she is aspirational because she's almost not even attainable because some of this stuff that she does, like if Joanna Gaines is with Target, you know that is that is accessible. And then Goop is making Goop is ivory like a six thousand dollars exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just and she had to pay money for that. She had to refund everyone who bought the what was the Yumi Jumi? I can't remember the name of the egg. I don't know the vagina egg that was supposed to like heal you and you would yeah. I don't have anyway. This is okay. not the vagina. No, nope, this is not that show. Sometimes we dip into it, but it's really not that show. Uh, I haven't talked about poop yet. I know. Okay, we're trying to get away from one. it. You actually said it. I was trying, hopefully, that you weren't going to actually say it. Anyway, it's all about love. <laughs> so, actually, let's switch into some weirder things than that, which is the fact that uh, it's October festing time. Even though it's ninety degrees outside, you kind of got to want to throw. Pauliner on- is having a festival at the Schmidt Brewery. Did you know that? Yeah, it's the St. Yeah. Paul October Festival. Yeah. That's the thing. So it's like the biggest St. Pa- the the best in my mind. The best one in St. Paul is the one that's happening oh, this weekend. Well, there you go. I so just there. drove by it and was like, oh, is it Oktoberfest already? This it's is so my thing. hot. This is my thing. Is like the weirdness of this weekend with a 90 degree feel. It's not making me want to be all Oktoberfesting because I want to wear boots and I want to wear sweaters and I want to like. Big bags. Yeah. I'm fantasizing about new bags. Yeah. Haven't bought one yet, but yeah. I'm thinking about it. But just like, it. exactly. And you can't do that necessarily. When you're feeling all... In a tank top. <laughs> yeah, the tank top situation. I have a tank top on right now. Yeah. It's like, oh, I mean, it's going to be the last time. I haven't worn this one yet. Yeah, no, I'm just... And yours is cute, but I'm just saying that doesn't mean... Like, to me, Oktoberfest is strange. Like, I want that to well, be... Well, and I... How do you feel about going and being in some of these Oktoberfest tents? Well, and that's... Hot. I mean, that's the thing, too, right? Because that's... And you can't really be poking your head off because it's going to be too sweaty. 
But I do love that. And I love And the, how about if you're wearing lederhosen and leather shorts? I, wow. That is a whole other thing. I'm going to say, hold off on those leather shorts, kids, <laughs> for another weekend. Just maybe take a break. Take in another October It's going to be 60, supposedly, next weekend. So Yeah, actually, all next week is supposed to be uh, like a whole huge, like, drop to 60s the whole week. If you're wondering, there are leaves, tons of them, to be seen, like, Hinkley North. Yeah. Um, we drove up to the lake and there's all of the leaves are turning up there. It's happening. Oh, really? Yep. I mean, I have stuff around, you know, I have stuff around us, too. That is I have a tree across the street from me that's almost done. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I think some of them are stressed because it's been so dry. Yeah, I think that's it, too. Um, so here's the deal. Let's talk a little bit about Oktoberfest for a second. So you understand. I don't know if we did. We ever talk about the history of it? Why people? It's not just a fall harvest festival. Why is it in September? Well, and because, called Oktoberfest, right? Well, it's supposedly it's it's supposed to end in October, so it's a big party that ends in October. And I know it's in like, Germany, it's like a month long event. Yes, and it's because it's basically uh, Prince Ludwig, who became King Ludwig, uh, Ludwig. <laughs> And my mom would kill me for saying Ludwig, by the way, uh, was born or uh, they basically they, it was a wedding. It was a wedding to the Princess Teresa of Saxony um, on October 12th in 1810. The citizens of music uh, Munich were invited to attend the festivities held on the fields in front of the city gates to celebrate the royal event. And uh, they've it's just this huge party. So basically they started and there was horse races and all sorts of fun things. And that's kind of a, because Bavaria was a very much a big horse country. Um, and so they continued into the next year. They did it again. And so basically it's like over and over and over again. They kind of it built into this thing. Yeah. And so what's fun is that actually at a lot of Oktoberfest, you'll see a mock wedding. And that's to celebrate the actual origins of Oktoberfest. All right. I didn't know that until I think last year. That, um, that, that, that That's what that was about. And so it's not necessarily just like a beer festival. No, but it because it's Munich and that's, you know, that's a big thing, obviously, there. And that's a there's a lot of those really great traditions about um, Oktoberfest, you know, with beer and right. the big beer halls and stuff. So that's great. There's a ton going on. I mean, there's, you know, this month kind of there's already been a couple, you know, besides the one we uh-huh. were just talking about in St. Paul at the Schmidt Brewery. But there's a bunch of them that are happening, you know, and they happen the kind of they kind of start stacking up and then that last weekend into that first couple weeks of October there's a ton you know obviously one of the bigger ones is shells oh yeah and that is one I think that is that one happens later in October and it's in New Ulm and it's kind of a big fun crazy deal I I need I feel like I need to get on this because I went to Bachfest last year yeah it was a blast it was a blast I cannot wait to go again this year like and I'm going to get a room yep. or a, a car. Yeah. I'm going to do something because we had fun and we went and we went to Bachfest. Then we ate at this German restaurant in the town. Yep. It was just a blast. Yeah. I can't wait to do that again. It's a good thing. And, you know, a lot of the times, you know, the German heritage things, we kind of celebrate. You may have celebrated Oktoberfest, but you do it like at, you know, some brewery up here that is yeah. just celebrating their kind of beer, which is not bad. But it's kind of nice to get to some her- heritage and some of the roots of it all and then we had potato pancakes and sauerkraut and sausages and beets and it was delicious well and that's that's it like so shells this year is october 13th and it starts at 10 30 a.m and it goes till 5 p.m it's that saturday that first saturday of the new ulm oktoberfest which is like the best part is you can be a part of the brewery fun but then the town I mean, my God, there's so much accordion music and yes. papa in town and so much sauerkraut. It's unbelievable. And so, you know, that's kind of a lot of great. That's a really great one to go to. 
Um, and then I would recommend also uh, something that isn't necessarily an Oktoberfest, but is um, kind of that way, which is the Darkness Day. Surly's Darkness Day. When it, is it? So this is something that I just I, I hung out at the Surly Brewery. Uh, I saw your yesterday. Instagram story. You guys, they are doing it. It's on the 28th and 29th, and it's in Somerset, Wisconsin. Okay. They're moving it from the Surly it's Grounds. It's at the amphitheater. It's at the amphitheater. It is a huge lineup. If you like metal or anything else, I mean, like, this is basically the big release of the Darkness Beers. And then also, it's a huge metal fest. And you can camp, and there's shuttles, and all sorts of... If you don't want to camp, you can buy shuttles. And if you're, like, packages. someone that's not usually, like, an amphitheater goer... I would encourage you to do this. They got it really dialed in there. They know how to get people in and out. The camping's nice. The grounds are nice. The facilities are well done. Um, So if you're not like a normal fester, consider this. You'll have a great time. Yeah. And not only that, but you guys, this is because this is they're actually bringing in 60 guest breweries. So this is a beer fest. This is not only just darkness, which is a long history of being a great bottle release, but this is also a beer fest. They're bringing in, you know, like uh, Dangerous Man will be there. So will Cigar City from Tampa, Florida, Odell from Fort Collins, Colorado. So Toppling Goliath, which is a great Iowa brewery. Mm-hmm. So this is a really great one. I, what I want to tell you is that this year they are doing variants of darkness. And this is the thing that I was tasting yesterday. So you ha- you can get a bottle of the basic darkness. And then you can get this variant. Uh, one of them is a vanilla uh, bourbon barrel aged cherry vanilla darkness. That is outstanding. It is delicious and wonderful. Will that be a special release or will yeah, you be able that's to a buy that? Only available, okay, no, only it. available at Darkness. Um, the other one is a rum barrel aged. Yum. You, uh, know, you had me at rum. <laughs> I know. This one I thought for you. This one you would love. And it's still Darkness, but it's got this kind of little thing to it. Here's the one that wins the whole thing, though. They are partnered up with Tattersall and they aged Darkness in the Tattersall Fernet barrels. And is Fernet kind of the licorice anise flavor? Yeah, it's got a little bit of eucalyptus on it, but it's very herbal. Like they have like some 33 different spices in there. Uh You know, Fernet Branca is the Italian version that, you know, people do. And it is, uh, it was spectacular. It was something that I was like, this is a natural marriage, that rich imperial stout of darkness. And then putting Fernet sort of, and they didn't mix it in. They just aged it in the barrels that had contained Fernet. So there was this really great sort of woodness and like, herbalness and it's only available at darkness you cannot get it anywhere else you have to go to darkness to get it okay or to darkness day you're right yep so there you go guys some beer fun for you set it up i will say that the growler has a great guide to the Oktoberfests uh all around town so i'm going to put that onto our nice our page so that we can key over to them all right we're gonna take a quick break you guys when we come back it is the ask stephanie portion of the show so feel free to give us a call at 651-641-1071 and call us live so we can take your calls yeah. on the air you guys text us chat. all week long and then when it comes time to open up the phone lines no one calls stephanie loves to shame for that oh, <laughs> i do because i want to talk to people you want to chat all right we'll be right back Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. It's the Ask Stephanie portion of the show, gang, which means you can call us, you can tweet us, you can text us and uh, send us questions uh, at 651-641-1071 is the phone number. You can uh, hit us up on the Twitters or the Facebooks or whatever, and we will try to get stuff answered, whatever you need. Stephanie's Dish, I'm desperately trying to get to 10,000 <laughs> followers so I can include links to right. like our podcasts and when we talk about different things. All fun things. And I can only do it if I get to 10,000 people. Yes. All right. So we got Brian on the line. Brian, what's going on today? Good Good to talk to you. I saw you guys at the fair. Yeah. Oh, fun. Great. 
and wanted to know about burgoo season. Burgoo? Are you talking like a booyah? Booyah, burgoo, or yep, it's like a stew. Yeah, but that's when it gets cooler, right? It is. It is, and in fact. I Can you refresh those of us yep. that don't know what a burgoo is? So it's basically when you hear booyah. We talked about this just yep. recently because booyah burgoo is actually another. As a up north, they tend to say burgoo instead of booyah, and it's all a derivative of they think the Dutch and Belgian way of saying bouillon, and so that's why it's kind of got a lot of weird. Soup. Soups. But Uh basically, it is a community soup. And a lot of firefighters use it for their fundraisers in the fall. So you can find them at a lot of firehouses and some community gatherings. Usually, it's a fundraiser where people, you know, kind of cook this big soup all day long. And then uh, you show up and you pay like five bucks for a cup of it or whatever. And and that's your fundraiser. I love it. Brian, have you been to these or are you looking for new locations? Inquiring about it, but. Sounds like a, a variant of duck, duck, goose or duck, duck, gray duck or stone, stone soup. soup. A lot of people think it's like a little so, stone soup situation. Yeah. But yeah, well, I'll research, Brian, a little bit more on stuff that's coming up. Usually it's the latter half of September into October. Yep. Great. Thank you. Thanks, okay, Brian. Thanks, Brian. Uh, 651-641-1071 if you want to call in. Yep. We also have Jilly on the line. Hey, Jilly. Hey there. How are you doing? Hey, um, I'm good. How are you guys? Good. So we are going to the Gopher game where it's going to be very hot, and we're going to do a little bar hopping afterwards with my sister and brother-in-law. And I thought about hitting up some of the rooftops downtown. Will they still be open, and do you have any good suggestions? Today? You mean the – is it today or is it – Today. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Saturday, yeah, everybody's open, Union man. Depot yep. is open. Um, Hewing Hotel is open. Yes. All of those Mercy guys. is going to be open on their patio. It's not a rooftop, but it's the it's nice patio next patio. door. Yeah, I would say that, in fact, Saturday afternoon, you know, is actually a really great time to hit those up because they get so packed up later. So, Or if you're going afterwards, yeah, everybody is totally loving this weather for patio Smack season. Shack's open. Yep. Burrow's open. Sound good, girl? Okay, perfect. Thanks so much. Awesome. Thanks. Uh, here's one, Steph. I have a question. Oh, do we have a live caller? We do. it. We have another one. Okay, we have Jill on the line. Hey, Jill, what's up? I am just wondering where the best margarita is in Minneapolis and the best margarita in St. Paul. Oh, I can tell you St. Paul. Okay. It's two plate. Well, the best margarita in St. Paul, I think, is at Pajarito. I would I just concur with that. I think they have the best margaritas there. They have the tahini on the rim on some of them. I like the jalapeno cilantro margarita. They've got a great bar program there. Yeah. Um, do you like, like... If you like uh, fluffy margaritas or like the blended kinds, I would point you towards Betty Dangers because they, yeah, I know it's so strange and I don't, you know what I mean? It's kind of a scene, but it's also a fun place to drop in. They have like pink slushy margaritas with a really good salty rim and that's kind of my jam. Mm. I kind of super love that. Um, That's sort of, yeah, but otherwise. On the rocks, Central and Popol Vuh. Oh, yeah. They're I didn't really even... doing great margaritas oh, there. Oh, is that the one by Indeed? Yes. yes. Check that so, out. I just oh, went. Perfect. So great. And then my last one would be Sonora Grill on oh, Lake yes. Street, There's which is East too. Lake Street, Longfellow. They, uh, what I love about them is their use of mezcal. So they have got some really great smoky sort of mezcal margaritas. Perfect. And you said that was East Street? That one yep. is on East Lake Street. Yep. And they have a patio, too, oh. so you could grab a taco and sit outside. Yeah, good idea. Ooh, yum. Yum. Thank you, guys. Rock on, you bet. That's a great idea. Um, Did you have a thing? Yeah. Do you want me to read this? So, yeah. hi, ladies. Love your show. I was bummed I missed you at the fair, but Insta keeps me coming back for seconds until next year. 
I'm going out with two girlfriends at the end of September to the Justin Timberlake concert. We're making a night of it, staying at the Hyatt in St. Paul, and two of us are moms, and we're really jonesing for a fun night out. Looking for your recommendation for a place for dinner before the concert, a place with great cocktails and food that won't completely weigh us down for the night. Thanks for your time. Cheers. Wait, before which concert? Justin Timberlake. At the Excel? Yes. Okay. I mean, you know, I'm kind of a, well, all right. So before the Excel, we went to the truck park, you know, yep, the 7th Street West Park. Seventh. And I don't love the food there, but the cocktails were fine. And it was kind of a fun atmosphere. And it was a quick pick, you know, it was a quick pick in, do your thing and then get out. That was okay. I'm um, trying to think. Um, I If you want to be within walking distance. And not weighed down. Not um, weighed down. I would say, well, so here's what I would say. I would say go to Meritage. And I would go to Meritage and I would eat a bunch of oysters and drink some really good cocktails. And that's perfect because you have protein and you feel good and you're full, but you're also not like heavy. I would go to Pazzaluna because they have lots of those little Italian small plates and you could split a flatbread pizza. And that's not going to totally weigh you down down too bad. They do. um, And Kincaid's actually has a really good program where they do a like a happy hour before concerts yeah. that they have good pricing on things. They have right. a little crab cake there that's delish. If you want to if you if it's not within walking distance, I would say go down to Octo Fish Bar and grab a quick little couple things at the bar and they have some great small plates that are fish focused obviously. So like their perch is battered little perch bites. Oh, I like those. Oh god, that's so good. Hey, also Birch's Lower Town opened up. And so you could go to the brewery. It's the Birch's Brewery at it, at the Market House Collaborative. You could pop down there and then scoot over. But that is a park twice situation. And not to like, this has nothing to do with what she just asked us. But I was thinking about this restaurant the other day and thinking I don't talk about it enough. You guys, St. Dinette is wonderful. Oh, God. It is wonderful. They have a delicious burger if you just want to sit at the bar. It's kind of one of those chefy burgers, but it's plain with this just delicious cheese and yeah. oozy with these super great pickles. But they have such a great brunch and dinner, and I just love everything they're doing there, and I don't go there enough. So I was thinking I need to remember to talk about that. Yep. Nope. I do. I agree. Did we have another question? There um, was one more? Yeah. I have a worker, coworker who works from Memphis. She's coming to town. I work by the airport, so we usually just eat at the Mall of America. I'm willing to drive. At first, I thought about Revival, but she's from the South, so that doesn't seem like a good plan. Neither of, her, neither of us are fancy, so just somewhere fun with good food and drinks. Was it for lunch or dinner? I couldn't quite tell. She didn't say. Okay. Um, Work by the airport, so usually just eat at the Mall of America, so I'd like to take her somewhere different. Oh. I was saying hi, hi. Oh, what a great idea. Yeah, because it's like something you're not going to get in Memphis or other places like that. Right. High, high in Northeast. And I would also say, you know, going to Central or I would go to Popova and sit at the bar there and get these small Mexican plates, you know, that are super highly refined, but like, you know, and great drinks. $45 five course Mexican meal at Popova. You guys do it. We have to talk about how you say that name. But otherwise, I mean, like not for you, just in general, we all have to make an agreement. I think let's let's make that a project. Popova. Popova. It's supposed to be like when they say it, they say which I love. All right, gang, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we got the second half of the show. Stay tuned. We love lots of good stuff coming up.